Good morning, folks, and thank you for coming back and joining me this morning on Next on the T. I'm your host, Chris Mascaro, and today I'm excited to share three really great guests with you. First up with me this morning, I'm going to get a return visit from Lisa Longball-Vluswick. She is a uh, seven-time Canadian long drive champion. She's ranked in the top five in the world right now and the first woman to drive the ball 350 yards in competition. She's also a big Calgary Flames fan, so maybe we'll mix in a hockey question or two when she joins me. Lisa will be along with me here in just a few minutes. Following Lisa, I'll get a return visit as well from uh, actor-turned-ESPN radio sports talk show host and uh, Kentucky basketball color analyst Matthew Lawrence. Matthew has become a wonderful friend of the show. His golf show, Backspin Golf, can be heard up in Lexington, Kentucky on WXLG AM 1300 and online at WXLG.com on Sunday morning starting at 8 o'clock Central Time. I'll talk with Matthew about a variety of topics. You never know which way will go because Matthew has so many great stories. One I want him to tell is about the chipping lesson he recently got in the parking lot of Kroger. So that should be fun to hear about. He'll join me a little bit later on in this half hour. And then we'll round out the show with a visit from Jerry Mullally. Jerry is the founder and creator of Par Bars. Check them out online at parbargolf.com. They're an energy bar that are you know, you know, great to eat before and during your round of golf to help energize you. And also they help relax you as well. And we'll, we'll talk about that and how they give you greater focus as well. Jerry is going to be along with me here later on in this hour. So we've got a lot of great stories and information coming your way this morning on this edition of Next on the T. I'm really excited to share these guests with you, and we thank you so much for being here and taking the journey with us over the next hour or so. Next on the T is sponsored by the French Lick Resort. Let's hear a word from our friend Steve Rondonero about all the great things they've got going on up there. Looking to stage a truly unique outing or meeting? Take the easy ride to historic French Lick Resort in southern Indiana. From 10 people to 2,000, we invite you and your group to share our amazing history and state-of-the-art amenities. Girlfriend getaways, family reunions, weddings, golf outings, all the way up to major business meetings, conferences, and events. We've got you covered at French Lick Resort. See all that we have to offer at FrenchLick.com. Traditions live here. Yeah, folks, if you've never been to the French Lick Resort, let me sing its praises for a second. The place is absolutely spectacular. Not only do they have two really fantastic golf courses, you know, the Pete Dye course hosted the 2015 Senior PGA Championship up there, and it's always in championship condition, but they also have a casino right there on the property as well, my friend. To check it out and uh, to book your stay, go to FrenchLick.com. And speaking of great, over the last several months, you've heard me talking about the meteoric rise of the Bradley Putter Company from concept back on Black Friday to one of the sensations at the PGA Merchandise Show here this last January. Bradley Converse, the owner of Bradley Putters, joined me uh, in January, and we're proud to be partnering with him to help promote their unique line of outstanding putters. And they're made from burl wood, folks, and these just aren't ornamental putters. People are raving about not only the look, but the feel that Bradley Putters gives you. They are custom-made based on the shape and the colors that you like. Go online to bradleyputters.com to see how fantastic this new line of putters really is. And please also check out our friends at the Bobby Jones Company. You know, it's time to change things up, right? We're, you know, we've gone through spring. We're getting into summer, right? Give yourself fresh new, a fresh new look with fresh new colors you know, from a brand that has you know, genuine, enduring character. From their new polo-style shirts, 
to long sleeve button down shirts to tech shorts that are ready to hit the links or any other you know warm weather outing you might be going to the bobby jones brand is going to keep you feeling great and looking great either on the golf course or in the office and when you place your order online enter the promo code next on the t to get 10 percent off so you can you know freshen up your wardrobe from an iconic brand save a little money too so go to bobbyjones.com and again enter the promo code next on the t to freshen up your look for summer Plus, while you're in a Bobby Jones frame of mind, check out bobbyjonesclubs.com to see the great line of drivers, fairway woods, and hybrids designed by one of the game's most influential equipment designers, Jesse Ortiz. Like his father, Lou, and Bobby Jones himself, Jesse has a passion for the game of golf and golf club design. You remember his great tri-metal fairway woods from his days back at Olimar. Well, now he's putting his creativity and innovative designs to work creating great golf equipment for the Bobby Jones Company. Check them out online by going to bobbyjonesclubs.com. And one more, I want to give a shout-out to our friends over at Callaway Golf. You know, Callaway has been the fastest-growing golf ball brand since 2013, and the ChromeSoft golf ball is a major reason why. ChromeSoft is extremely fast, incredibly soft, and unbelievably easy to control, which is why guys like Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, and Jim Furyk have changed over to the ChromeSoft. You have to be willing to change to get better. ChromeSoft and the new ChromeSoft X are in stores now. See what they can do for you at CallawayGolf.com. ChromeSoft. It's the ball that changed the ball. All right, now back with me on the French Lick Resort guest line is Lisa Longbov Lucewick. Let me remind you about Lisa's background. She's a seven-time Canadian long drive champion. She ranks in the top five in the world right now, and she's the first woman to drive the ball 350 yards in competition. She's a 14-time world long drive finalist. She's also a keynote speaker and a golf entertainer as well. She graduated from the University of Calgary, lives up in Calgary, Alberta, and is a big Calgary Flames fan, and I'm excited to have her back with me on Next on the Tee this morning. Good morning, Lisa. Thank thank you for getting up early out in L.A. to be a part of the show again. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I was so excited when you asked me to come back on the show, and it was cool when you talked about the chrome softballs. Uh, Those are the balls that I hit, too, so uh, I love them. Yeah, so I, I saw your tweet not that long ago about you know how much your son loves the the Chrome Soft Truvis design, and you said that uh, you like the red and white. Obviously, being from Canada, I'm a big yellow yeah. and black user since I'm a big you know, Penguins and Steelers fan from Pittsburgh. But yeah, oh. it's interesting to see you, you out there. Sydney Crosby, our, <laughs> our, our Canadian Sydney Crosby. There, uh, gosh, it's been quite exciting for anyone, any of your listeners who are watching the uh, NHL playoffs. Uh, we're actually considering going to the Nashville Anaheim game tonight, although we sure don't like the Ducks after our shellacking we took in the first round there. But uh, we might, we, you know, we like P.K. Subban and, we're in the, and the Predators have sure have been a Cinderella story. Yeah, absolutely they have. And, you know, you know I, as, as, you know, a guy, you know, obviously, like I say, pulling for my Penguins, you know, big win last night over Ottawa to tie up the Eastern Conference Finals at two games apiece. You know, with, the, you know, with Sidney Crosby, you know, you know, getting a goal last night. And, you know, Lisa, curious to get your thoughts. Can my boys pull this thing off? Can we repeat as Stanley Cup champions? Oh, you know what? The Penguins, man, they're just such a talented, talented team, and they seem to have the, that cohesiveness. Sidney Crosby as their leader, you know, he's just uh, so spectacular. I, I think the Pens can do it. The only thing is the Ottawa Senators are hungry. They haven't been there in a decade. They're, you know, this is the first time they've made it uh, this far to the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, I think that, that you know, they, they, they want to win this. They, they, they want to win this. So that's, that's and, and, of course, the Penguins having won multiple titles and Stanley Cups. Uh, that's that's going to be the, the – it's, 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 it's how hungry versus, you know, uh, how talented, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So – 
hopefully, you know, we can we can stay healthy and Matt Murray, you know, might give him a little energy. You know, goodness knows Mark Andre Fleury has stood on his head, you know, a lot of times, especially in that cap series. But hopefully, uh, maybe Murray gives them a little bit of a spark and uh, we can uh, carry that momentum through. I'm pulling hard for my boys. Absolutely. Lisa, let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit to golf, and uh, you know I want to talk to you just sort of about your you know your daily routine, particularly your warm up routine. As a person with you know such a powerful golf swing, I have to imagine sort of getting your muscles loose is very important to your success and the distance that you're able to drive the ball. Talk about how you get prepared and warmed up before a competition, or even just you know a regular round of golf. You know, Chris, you nailed it. You know, I always uh, giggle when, I, you know, when, I, when I'm talking to groups and doing clinics and so forth. The very first thing I start every clinic with, I'm, I beg people to just warm up. Even if it's five minutes of their time, it makes a massive difference. A lot of golfers, they find that they don't play good golf until kind of the fourth or fifth hole. Well, the reason is they're finally getting their body warmed up and their muscles are warmed up. If you can do that prior to the round, again, five, ten minutes of your time, you're going to start playing good golf on the first tee versus the fifth tee. So a few things that I do, um, you know, everyone always grabs my arms when they find out I'm a long driver. They're like, oh, hey, these are two tickets to the gun show. You know, check out the pipe. And you know what, <laughs> Chris, <laughs> it has nothing to do with the arms. If you want to play some good golf, you've got to get that. You've got to get that mobility in, in making a good turn warmed up, your legs warmed up. Your power actually comes from your legs and your core, definitely not your arms. So I really recommend if, if people only did one stretch, I would recommend they stand with their feet shoulder-width apart, holding their club at about chest height, and very slowly starting to do rotational twists side to side, to the left, to the right, until they're, as their back gets a little bit more warmed up, going a little bit further, a little bit further, and as, as they get that warmed up, going as far as they can, and I'm telling you, that is, that is the stretch that will help most people in their golf swing the most. Um, and I find that like, even when you're playing on a round, maybe a Saturday or Sunday, you show up to a par three and there's already a group standing there, that's another great stretch to do. Uh, if you have like a 15, 20-minute delay as, as you're waiting for groups on a busy weekend, um, really, really great uh, great stretch. And uh, again, always working, uh, anything, anything to help make the turn easier. And so uh, I, I also stretch but the legs as well, hamstrings, you know, throwing, throwing your leg up on a bag stand, uh, you know, just to, to leaning forward, getting those legs warmed up and stretched up, but the turn being the most vital. And Lisa, not all that long ago, you made a switch, right, in your equipment. You, had, you know, Nike getting out of the golf, you know, golf equipment yep. business, and, and you made the switch over to Callaway. I wanted to kind of get your thoughts. I mean, you know, all the rage right now is the Epic Driver, you know, and the, and the jailbreak technology that they've put out there. Talk about, you know, playing that equipment. Was, 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 the, was the switch easy to make? Because it's not always easy for golfers to go from a set of equipment that they are really comfortable with now over to something that's new. You know, absolutely. I uh, was a Nike athlete for 11 years, so, you know, making that switch, I too was nervous. But you know what? It was absolutely seamless. Uh, this, this epic driver, you know, I do find that club companies, um, you know, I get it. You know, they want to have new marketing. They put out new clubs. And, and I don't necessarily find that sometimes the clubs are better. The epic driver is simply better. This jailbreak technology, um, they're doing a really cool um, uh, campaign across North America, worldwide I'm, uh, as well, uh, where, where they're having it's epic driver testing, where you take your gamer, your, your driver that you're using right now, and hit balls on the launch monitor. Then you take an epic driver and look to see what your ball speed gains are and 
your distance games. And uh, every single event that they've done, they have a minimum, minimum, uh, you know, three to six mile an hour ball speed improvement. And <clears throat> anywhere from, you know, nine to 25 yards that people are seeing in, in gains in, in their drivers. So I think especially when, you get, when, when people are getting a chance to test it, test their own club um, with, uh, against, uh, against the Epic drivers. So I, I highly recommend your listeners find out there's going to be Epic Demo Days uh, courses again all across North America that they can uh, uh, go, go and, and try out the Epic Driver. But for me, I've absolutely loved it. I've got the driver in play. I'll be using it uh, in an upcoming competition uh, along with the fairy woods and the irons, like everything. I, 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 it has been a seamless, seamless tra- transition for me. Yeah, and as you, as you mentioned, you've got a competition coming up here in a couple of weeks on June 6th and, you know, getting your epic driver into play. Talk about the competition and, and you know, what's the distance gain that you've seen in the switch to the, uh, to the epic driver? Well, this is a very exciting competition, uh, Chris. Uh, the Golf Channel owns the World Long Drive Association, and uh, it's, they've brought the women's division back to televised coverage. We haven't been televised uh, for two events since 2004 and at least around 2007 for the World Long Drive Championship. So very exciting. It's going to be held in Mesquite, Nevada. It's called The Clash in the Canyon. It will be live on the Golf Channel June 6th for any of your listeners that want to watch in the evening. So that should be really exciting. And for me, for my epic driver, I, I've seen, you know, I, I've seen at least, you know, anywhere from, you know, seven to 10, seven to 10, 12 yards, you know, in my driver. And you have to remember like at, at this, at this level, that could, that, that's massive. I, I, I've lost, right. I came second in the world uh, to Sandra Carlberg, a four-time world champion. I lost by two and a half yards. We both hit it over three NFL football fields and I lose by two and a half yards. So that, that could be massive. So I'm very, very excited to see what those gains will, will, will bring to me at the Clash in the Canyon for that World Long Drive Association tour event. And, and Lisa, you know, you, you do so much around the game of golf. You know, like I say, you've, you, you know, you've got um, instructional videos that you do. You're a guest speaker at things. You're, the, you know, the long driving competitions, pro-ams. You're, you, you know, you do so much in the game of golf. Talk about, you know, what it's like to, you know, demands on your time. What's it like to be Lisa Longball Bluswick? <laughs> well, you know what? Like, let, let me put it this way. In the next two weeks, I'll, have, I'll be going to uh, Los Angeles, Toronto, Miami, and Las Vegas all in the next two weeks. So, you know, I definitely find wow. that I have busy seasons. So I'm doing a corporate outing in uh, Toronto where I'll come and hit balls for guests and golf entertain, which I absolutely love. Uh, I'll be doing a photo shoot, actually, with uh, Perry Ellis. Perry Ellis makes uh, uh, Callaway's golf clothes, so I'm going to be flying to Miami to do a photo shoot uh, for them and then uh, uh, competing at the uh, Clash in the Canyon in Las Vegas. So it's, and then in, in the meantime, being a mom of a 10-year-old boy, right, So where I was just yesterday at two of his hockey games before I flew out to Los Angeles. So actually, I get to go to uh, Carlsbad to Callaway headquarters, which is pretty exciting on Tuesday morning. But my husband and I are speaking in a U2 concert. Uh, it's the 30th anniversary of the Joshua Tree album. So we thought, you know what, we got to come do that and so try to have some family time as well. So it's a tough balance sometimes, but you know what, I love it and I wouldn't have it any other way. My winters are a little bit quieter, which is great. I can volunteer at my son's school uh, a lot and, uh, and, and, you know, have a lot of time that way and, and just a little busier, a little busier in, this, in the spring and summer. But um, I, have, I come home June 2nd, I've got a keynote speech where I'll be the uh, closing keynote at, uh, uh, at, a, at a meeting. So, again, I get to share my story of how I went from a high handicap recreational player that couldn't break 100 to save her life to the seven-time Canadian long drive champion. So, so it's, 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 you know, I get to live my dream. I, I truly get to say that I have, I have a dream job and get to live my passion every day. There you go. 
And Lisa, to that end, you know, when, when you're doing a clinic, you know, particularly with other female golfers, and, and you know, uh, when you've got a group of women that love the game and are you know, whether they're just beginners or, you know, they're just like anyone else that's kind of advancing, you know, through the different stages of the game and getting better and better, what are some of the areas, you know, that they ask you to focus on? Where, where, where are the struggles for, you know, for the female golfers? And is it the oh. same struggle as you find when you're, you know, either talking with, you know, male golfers or you're doing a pro-am with, uh, with amateur men? You know, I do find the issues a little bit different. For women, they're one of their number one issues uh, because I've also, you know, I, I run women's golf schools. And I started them for two reasons, actually, Chris. You know, I get to do 25, 30 corporate and charity golf tournaments a year across North America. 75 to 80% of the attendees are men. Where are the women? They're often back in the office doing the work while the guys are doing the networking. Many of these women do golf, but they're intimidated because they think, oh, I don't hit it very far or I don't hit it well enough to play with the boys. So some of the issues I see with women at my golf schools is distance. 80% of women uh, about, uh, you know, struggle hitting it over 200 yards. And I believe that with the proper technique, every single woman could hit it over 200 yards. So I, I help women tend to be arms lifters. So women tend to be a little bit more flexible than their male counterparts. So I noticed that women will lift their arms. And if you took a picture at the, back, uh, the top of their backswing, it actually looks pretty good. But in fact, they've made no turn. And with no turn, they've created no coil and torque. So all they do is lift their arms. All they do is drop their arms. And they'll hit it straight down the pipe. Uh, you know, they'll never be out of bounds or in the water hazard. But they'll, they'll, they never get to distance. And then they'll also find they hit their 8-iron as far as their 7-iron, as far as their 6-iron. That's the other big complaint from women. And that's because typically they're arms lifters. With guys, I find that uh, the biggest complaint with guys is they're errant so that they'll you know they'll, they'll pull hook it or they're or they're slicing it into the woods and and with the, with the guys i can i find that grip pressure gets a little tight i find they make a good turn but when a guy really wants to lean into it like if it's the men's long drive hole at a, at a charity or corporate outing um their first move is their back shoulder they get to the top of their backswing and they just want to throw that back shoulder into it and then that's when that wicked pull can come in or you know again the big slice as well and it really kills their distance and accuracy so i i talked to the guys about uh, a really good move to think about uh, and women as well is, is is you want to turn the shirt in the backswing turn the upper body in the backswing and turn the pants in the downswing and relax that grip pressure on a scale of one to ten you should only be about a, a two or a three you, you should be holding the club like you're holding a an open tube of toothpaste or an open pop can that you don't want to crush it um, and i find again people are good to the top of their backswing but when they start that downswing that's when the death grip comes on and so that's when players have to be cognizant just relax that grip pressure a technique that i use at the World Long Drive Championships, right before I take my swing, I do a deep breath out, and that just helps me relax my body all swings, even in my, when I'm hitting irons or fairywoods or hybrids, before I take my swing, and I find that gets the tension out, because tension is a club head speed killer. Yeah, no, that's great advice. And, you know, I've been starting to struggle a little bit with uh, hitting the ball to the right, uh, which you know, I typically don't do. I'm typically a very straight driver, maybe a little bit to the left, but I've started going to the right. So I'm going to put that in play. Thank you for that tip today. Yeah, uh, definitely for the slice, the tight grip pressure. You'll see that for the slice and leaving any weight on the back foot. A lot, especially men, I see men who play ball, any baseball, they, they, they make a swing and leave that weight on the back foot. they got to get through to the front side, all the way to the front foot. I should see their whole back of the sole of their shoe, of their back foot in their finish. There's another simple golf tip that I saw out on your Twitter feed, at Lisa Longball, about using foot spray to check your club yeah. impact point, which is, which is outstanding. Talk about that. 
Oh, you know what? People could be, you know, could be losing 20 plus yards. And so what I do, like, uh, there's something for people who are get fitted for golf clubs. They've used impact tape where you put, put a sticker on the face of your golf club. I've seen people even use duct tape. Hey, red, green, you can use duct tape for everything. But, uh, uh, <laughs> but it, it, changes the, it changes the face of the club. So um, I, I use foot spray. So you just, you know, go out and buy, you know, Dr. Scholl's foot spray. It's the best $5 you'll invest in a swing aid. Just do a light mist on, 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 on any of your clubs, actually, but it's really helpful for drivers. Light mist on the driver. Make a few swings. See where your impact is. You, the, uh, you've got to find out where the sweet spot. The sweet spot for the jailbreak technology, the Epic Driver, because I asked Callaway, is dead center of the face. When I used to hit Nike, it was slightly up, slightly towards the toe was the hot spot. So, again, you've got to kind of find out what that hot spot of your driver is. And if you're hitting off the toe or high on the face or low on the face or the heel, you could absolutely be losing 20 yards and not even knowing it. So the face spray really makes you focus on that. But it also tells you if you're constantly hitting off the heel of the golf club, perhaps you're standing too close at setup. So it gives you a lot of great feedback for a very little cost. Yeah, it's, and, you know, we're talking all about, you know, the great instructional you know tips and stuff that you have. But you have a wonderful uh, you know, app online and some videos online that uh, I was taking a look at. Talk about your instructional oh. videos and what people can find on your website, lisalongballgolf.com. Oh, thanks so much, Chris. You know what? I was passionate. I was after I do these clinics. I've done clinics on the Champions Tour and the PGA Tour, and afterwards, everyone's like, "Oh man, I wish I had that recorded, or I wish I had that on video." So I finally videoed it. I finally put my put my clinic on video, and uh, it's and it's in manageable chunks. Uh, great, great tips to help people hit it longer, straighter, and better. Because, again, that, those are the biggest complaints. How do I gain distance? How do I keep it in the fairway? And how do I get that feeling of hitting it like butter, right? So, so I, I go through tips starting with, you know, warm-ups. First thing, just like you mentioned today, Chris, first thing I talk about is warm-up. Grip, posture, but a few little tips, tricks, and techniques that work for me as, you know, currently ranked top five in the world in ladies' long drive to help people hit it better. So as you said, they can go to my website at lisalongballgolf.com or lisalongball.com uh, to click on the instructional video. And uh, they, it's something that they can purchase. They can buy it as a gift. It was a very popular Mother's Day gift, actually, uh, for people. So that was kind of cool. Um, so, uh, and, and I, I just had a lady actually, I received as when I landed uh, yesterday in LA, she said, Lisa, I brought my, watched my video with me. I brought it to the golf course. And she said, I dropped 10 strokes. She, I, I literally got wow. an email yesterday. Yeah, from a lady named Ruth uh, who just said she dropped 10 strokes after watching it. So that was, again, I, I'm on cloud nine when I hear testimonials like that. And, you know, so many tips and so many great things that we can learn. And, and you know, like I say, get off your website. But, you know, what happens to we amateurs, right? We get so many thoughts going on in yeah. our minds, right? So many swing thoughts, and it clouds your mind, yeah. and then the next thing you know, your round, you know, goes right down the drain. What, what, is there one swing thought that whether you use or you would recommend us, you know, hey, if you could do one thing today when you tee it up, if you're struggling with your golf game, do this one thing, we'll see you get, you know, lower scores or improve uh, ball striking. Absolutely. You know what, if I had to just pick one, it would be brush the grass. Um, I find that for solid ball contact, you know, when people make practice swings and they make this beautiful looking swing, but if you don't brush the grass or brush what the ball is sitting on, so that's either brush the sand, brush the tee, brush the grass, that will lead, if that's your only swing thought, that will force you to make sure that you're making good contact with the ball. You know, even if you just lift, like let's call it an, an inch, inch and a half, you're hitting the middle of the golf ball, getting up to the forehead of the golf ball. For solid contact, if you can just have that simple, simple swing thought of brush the grass, I guarantee you'll start uh, hitting better golf shots. And Lisa, I have to imagine, through all the different events that, that you do, whether it's a corporate outing or playing in pro-ams and you're playing alongside some men, they tend to let to get their egos 
maybe get the best of them when they're playing with you, whether it's with respect to trying to outdrive you, you know, to show you, you know, hey, I can hit it as far as you or further than you. Do you see that often, that guys let their egos oh. get in the way when you're playing in a pro-am? Absolutely, absolutely. It's so funny because, as you said, they're, they're so desperate to not let a girl outdrive them that all of a sudden I see that grip pressure go from a 2 or a 3 to 6,428 on a scale <laughs> of 1 to 10. <laughs> and I see them yeah. out of their shoes. And, and again, someone who can normally drive the golf ball straight and long, they're, 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 they ruin their swing because that grip pressure is just intense. And again, they're trying to kill it. And by killing it, it's that back, that back shoulder that they start their downswing with. And uh, it just leads to a comedy of errors. So, you know, uh, it, it, it's funny. My husband and I will get paired with the two of us, uh, you know, go out golfing and usually with two guys. And, and the, the first thing the, they, they say is, okay, you know, uh, um, I, if I step back to the, the blue tees and then maybe one up from the tips, they're like, oh, hey, uh, the ladies tees are up there, you know. And so it's, it's quite funny and uh, quite comical uh, when, 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 when I go and uh, knock it, maybe 50 by them or 40 by them. And they either ask me a million questions or walk on the other side of the fairway for the rest of the round. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Do, do guys try to pick your brain yeah. at that point and go, wow, or, or are they just some, quiet some get the whole it. rest of the round because <laughs> well, they feel bad? Totally. Well, Chris, I'm five foot six and three quarters. So the guys that get her are like, man, if she can hit it that far, maybe she can give me a few tips, which I'm more than happy to do. Only if people ask. I never, ever give a tip that's unsolicited. But, uh, but yeah, definitely you get some guys that uh, don't want any part of it. Uh, <laughs> those are very few and far between, I must say, because, you know, the, the real golfers out there are, are as you know, you know, it's, we're a community, right? So, Lisa, when, when you're competing in a long drive competition, how different, if at all, is, is your golf swing? You know, when you're trying to maximize the power and the distance, do you swing any differently at all than you would if you were just teeing it up with your husband and playing a round of golf? Absolutely. Yeah. When I play a regular round of golf, uh, you know, it, it is, you're kind of going at more of an 80%. I'm trying to hit fairways. Uh, you know, it, it's not, not any fun, uh, you know, blasting the ball over 300 yards out of bounds and laying three off the tee. So definitely more of an 80%, still accelerating through impact, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, going at 110, you know, percent. Um, when I'm in long drive, well, we, first of all, most long drivers use longer shafts. A standard gentleman's shaft is 45 inches. A standard lady shaft is 43 and a half. In long drive, uh, USGA allows up to 48 inches. So the extra length in shaft absolutely increases our club head speed, but a lot harder to keep straight. But we do get eight balls. So you just basically, we basically get seven mulligans. So as long as you hit one good one out of, out of, out of the rest, you're good to go. But uh, in long drive, yeah, it's very key. Um, I, again, I see this as an issue in pro-ams as well when I play in pro-ams and charity golf tournaments. When people make their takeaway, especially when they're trying to kill it, it's a fast, it's a fast, rapid takeaway, and that's a terrible way to set up your golf swing. I recommend for people, and I do this at the World Long Drive Championships, very slow, controlled takeaway. Let your swing load up. Let you get that coil and torque. But then uh, when you're competing in a long drive competition, you absolutely have to, to go as hard as possible. Now, here's another great swing thought for your listeners. It's not, it's not swing harder. It's turn harder. When they get to the top of their backswing, if they can think turn harder, turn their obliques, turn their, turn their guts, turn their belt buckle, turn their lead hip, that will help them versus that throwing that back, then swinging harder, which is usually that throwing that back shoulder or using your arms. Uh, so we've got to think about use the big muscles in your body, your legs and your core. And Lisa, earlier we talked about, you know, the competition that you've got coming up on June 6th, but there's another upcoming event that same day, June 6th, Women's Golf Day, and you're the Canadian lead for it. Talk about what that event is and what your role is going to be with respect to that event. 
You know, I've been so honored to be the Canadian lead for Women's Golf Day. Uh, it, this is a brand new event. It started last year, only last year. Uh, Alyssa Godet is the found, founder, and uh, you know, it was this, it's a passion and idea. Let's get more women into the game. How do we grow the game? Let's grow it. If we bring more women in, maybe we can bring more juniors in, more families for golfing, more couples are golfing. Um, so it's very exciting. Uh, Women's Golf Day is going to be June 6th, and you're not going to believe this. We have over we have 666 locations uh, hosting venue sites in 46 different countries it's absolutely just blown up why because i think that women's golf is a need and so what what our big push is is first of all we want to celebrate the women who do play so we're inviting women who do play to please sign up for one of these events uh in your area uh to come out to women's golf day it's a four-hour event at the host venue but here's the big, big thing, Chris. We need those uh, women who do play to please bring a non-golfer, bring a woman, bring a friend, bring a colleague, bring a mother, a sister, a daughter out with you to this event, a non-golfer that we can introduce to the game. Many of these facilities, what they're, they're in their structure, the first two hours, the girls that do golf, many of them are going to go play nine holes. And for those who have never golfed in their life, they're going to maybe take a chipping and putting lesson. They're going to learn about some rules and etiquette. Um, one of the golf courses told me that what they did is they set up pylons and taught ladies how to drive the golf carts a woman who's never been in a golf cart before right so that was kind of a fun thing to do and and, and then the last two hours uh, all the women come back together maybe it's a cocktail party or it's a fashion show and it's an opportunity for women to learn about maybe the ladies leagues that are that are being offered um you know again golf fashion a lot of the as you saw at the, at the 2017 pga show chris that women's golf fashion now isn't just for the golf course there's so many brands that are getting if women are going to invest in golf wear they want to wear it to work wear it out casually and wear it to the golf course so you know the opportunity to see that and uh, again just an opportunity to talk to women to to, to help grow the, this game and get them coming back to the to golf courses wow that is great stuff lisa before we let you go lisa let our remind our listeners let them know how can they follow you whether it's online or over social media as well well, I'm very active on Twitter, so they can follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Longbald. My, my last name is Bluswick, so it's a tough one to, heart, uh, to spell. So that's why I went with Lisa Longbald is my, is my company name. They can also follow me on Facebook. Uh, I've got a Facebook page, at uh, Lisa Longbald, and uh, also on um, Instagram, at Lisa Longbald. And my website is lisalongbald.com. So we'd love to, and if anyone has any questions, please reach out to me. More than happy to help. Uh, we want people, again, to hit it longer, straighter, and better. There you go. Great stuff, Lisa. Thank you so much, like I said, for getting up early out on the West Coast to be a part of the show today. You're fantastic. I hope you'll come back soon and share more of your stories and your insights because uh, I have such a great time every time you're a part of the show, Lisa. Absolutely honored. Thank you so much. Uh, good luck to your Penguins because, you know, my, my Sidney Crosby, I, he, I, uh, you, you might knock out the only Canadian team that's left to realize that you're going to break a whole nation's heart, but I do wish you good luck <laughs> to your Penguins. And, 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 man, how good is Matthew Lawrence, your next guest? I love that guy, and uh, he's, he's just – I can't wait to hear about the Kroger uh, parking lot chipping lesson. Maybe I need to learn a few tips there as well. <laughs> yeah, neither can I. I'm wait, I can't wait to hear that story. <laughs> Lisa, thank you again. All the best to you and your family. We look forward to catching up with you again real soon. Thank you very much, Chris. You have a great weekend. All right, you too, Lisa. Thank you. That is Lisa Longbaugh-Bluswick, and, uh, folks, she's fantastic. Uh, you know, not, you, I mean, you can hear the enthusiasm in her voice, which is one of the many things that I love about uh, getting to talk with Lisa and then following her on social media. So please check her out online. She's, uh, she's a great follower. You know, she's got a lot of great videos available, teaching instructions 
on her website as well. So uh, check her out and make sure that uh, you check her out often because she's got you know all updates all the time, great great stories to tell on social media, and is just a fantastic person. So we look forward to catching up with again with Lisa hopefully real soon. All right, before we get to my next guest, Matthew Lawrence, I want to give a shout-out to our friends over at the PGA Tour Superstore. For a fun, interactive experience and the best selection of golf clubs, apparel, and gear for golfers of all levels, check out, check out our friends at the PGA Tour Superstore. Whether you're a pro or a beginner, you know, your one-stop golf shop for great golfing deals and all your golfing needs, you can save yourself a little time by shopping online at PGATourSuperstore.com. See why golfers everywhere are proud to call PGA Tour Superstore their golf pro shop. And I also want to give a shout-out to our friends over at Orange Whip, makers of the Orange Whip Trainer. If you haven't checked them out yet and you're looking for a great way to loosen up before your rounds or improve your club head speed, then you need to check out the Orange Whip. Folks, I'm telling you, there isn't a better way to get prepared for your round of golf than by swinging the Orange Whip. My father, 73 years old, plays five days a week. He's using the Orange Whip to loosen up before his rounds. It's helping me get loose as well before my rounds and also improving my club head speed. Take a look at what a great training aid that it is. And I wouldn't say it, folks, if I wasn't using it myself. Go online to see it for yourself at orangewhiptrainer.com. All right, now back with me on the French Lick Resort guest line is Matthew mm-hmm. Lawrence. You know Matthew from his many great movies, TV shows, radio shows that he's been a part of. And if you're like me and you're a big fan of the movie Eddie and the Cruisers, you remember him from his role as the bass player Sal Amato. He had a, re- a recurring role in the show Beverly Hills 90210 playing Mel Silver, David Silver's father. He was in the movie Streets of Fire reuniting with his Eddie and the Cruisers co-star Michael Paré. He played Ron DeLisandro, the, the, uh, the decorator friend of Demi Moore's character in St. Elmo's Fire. He was in the cast of the sixth season of Saturday Night Live. He starred in the TV show Duet with Mary Page Geller back in the late 80s, as well as appearing in the show 30-something. More recently, he's been a sideline analyst for first Duke basketball and now Kentucky basketball. He also hosts his own golf show on ESPN Radio WLXG Sports Radio AM 1300 in Lexington, Kentucky called Backspin Golf. And if I'm not his biggest fan, I have to believe I'm in the top five. And I'm honored that he is back with me again this morning on Next on the T. Good morning, Matthew. Thanks for coming back on the show. All right. Yeah, you may be one of my biggest fans, but I got to tell you, to have me follow Lisa is wrong. It's just wrong. It's Saturday morning. It's Saturday morning. I'm trying to chill out here. I'm waiting for a washer and dryer to be delivered. And Lisa is, there aren't 100 people put together that have the energy that she has. It's just incredible to listen to her. Yeah. I mean, really, you get exhausted listening to her, but how, <laughs> how incredible. And, and I heard you say to your listeners, if, if you're a golfer, you should follow her on Twitter or Facebook and because her videos are great. Um, she's just, and she's a, just a wonderful person. So, it's, it's, you've put me in a very tough position here is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies, Matthew, but I, you know what? Yeah. I, know, I know how great you are, and I'm sure you'll rise to the occasion. Oh, okay. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matthew, it's, it's, it's been about six months since the last time we got to spend some time together, and you, you know, you had another, you know, great run along with uh, Kentucky basketball and backspin golf is is going very well. I always enjoy listening and streaming your show that uh, that people can Sunday mornings on WXLG.com. So, update us. How are things been? 
Things are, are real good. I mean, you know, th- we've talked about this before. My boys are 13 and 10. Uh, our last day of school was yesterday here in Kentucky, uh, which is very early. So they're very excited. They're out for the summer. For us, it's two months of dad, mom, what am I going to do today? You know, so we're not that thrilled, but they're very happy and they're, they're doing fantastic. So as long as, as everybody in my family is healthy and the boys are doing great, then everything's going great. Um, as far as work goes, you know, it's 365 a year here with Kentucky basketball. So, uh, although it's horse race, the horse racing capital of the world. So we're now, you know, obviously we got the Preakness today. Uh, these, this run here of triple crown races, uh, is huge here. And we just got finished at Keeneland with the spring meet there. So, We've had some stuff to talk about, not only on my golf show, which the season's been very interesting so far, but my daily show every day. Um, but most of, you know, we always get back to Kentucky basketball here. It's about recruiting and who signed with us and who didn't sign with us and, you know, all that stuff. But things, that I, like I said, I'm very blessed. I have a healthy family, and uh, that's really all that matters when it comes down to it. Yeah, agreed. And Matthew, I, I, I heard you've been struggling a little bit with your chipping, but you got a great lesson recently in the parking lot of Kroger, of all places. I hope it, did, I hope it involved using somebody else's wedge, oh, by the way. But talk about the it tips did. you got. <laughs> I, heard, I heard Lisa at the end of when she was on talk about this. I started laughing because a little backstory here, Brian Lane, uh, we have a university right down the street from the University of Kentucky, Transylvania University. Uh, it's a Division three school that's one of the great small schools in the country, academically and athletically. And Brian Lane is the golf coach and the basketball coach at Transy. Uh, his father, Don, was the head basketball coach for over 40 years there. He's a legend here. And Brian uh, is truly, I kid about this, but he's truly one of the great coaches in America. His basketball program uh, is uh, its very different in Division Three, Chris. You have to be invited to the NCAA tournament in a different way than, than Division One and the big schools do. Um, they go every year to the basketball tournament, and his golf program, just won their 11th straight conference championship. And uh, two and three years ago, they finished as runner-ups in the NCAA championships for Division Three. His golf program is fantastic. And he's a very good friend of mine. And the joke around here, as uh, people that listen to my show know, uh, during our celebrity golf tournament a couple of years ago, I got up in front of all the people at the end of the tournament, about 200 people, and I announced that uh, I was very happy that Brian Lane had asked me to be the associate at Golf Transy. <laughs> and I, I said it very seriously, and everybody stood up and cheered. My kids said to my wife, is that that's going to be a golf coach now? Um, and it was kind of the joke, but I'm a very big Transy golf fan. Anyway, this Kroger that I live three seconds from, 
I'm always over there, and three or four times in the last couple months, Brian has pulled up as I've gotten out of my car and we've gotten into a fake fight in the parking lot. We always have a good time over there. So the other day, I pull up, and it was the middle of the day, and Brian pulls up. He must follow me around or something, and he gets out of the car, and he says, uh, we started talking, and I said, i got to come see you. I need a chipping lesson bad. My chipping is really off. And he goes, you know, I just worked for an hour myself because my chipping has been bad. I just worked. Wait a minute. And he opens his backseat door, and he gets his wedge out. And uh, if you saw it, you saw the picture. I'm in my tie. I was at work in the morning. And he <laughs> gave me a chipping lesson in the parking lot of Kroger, that of course he's big on Periscope and he, he does all his team's golf tournaments and so he had to take a picture and then he put it up on Twitter. Well, the reaction <laughs> has been hysterical because I have people. A guy in Kroger the other day said, "You know, I follow you on Twitter. Brian Lane gave you a chipping lesson right out here. I mean, it turned into a whole big thing and it's it's actually and of course." It was his wedge. I'm not stupid enough to use my own wedge in, in, on a cement parking lot. And he's a golf coach, so I said to him, I don't care if I mess your wedge up, you can probably get more. And the tip he gave me was a really good one. So it all worked out really well. But he's, he's the best. He's great. <laughs> Matthew, a place that's near and dear to both of our hearts is the French Lick Resort. For, for listeners who haven't joined you know, either of us before, Give our listeners mm -hmm. what your impression is of uh, what the French Lick Resort is like and what it's like playing up there. Well, it, you know, there are two, obviously two distinct things about French Lick that are incredible. The first is the resort itself. There are two hotels there, completely different. One is an old-style um, kind of take-you-back-in-time resort, hotel that's absolutely beautiful and the other is the West Baden which is right next door and is like the most beautiful European hotel you've ever seen um, if you go to frenchlick.com and look at the at the lobby I don't even know if you can call it a lobby it's as beautiful as anything you've ever seen the service um, it's in you know French Lick Indiana is a small town but the people, the service, everything about it. And there's a 51,000-square-foot casino there as well, if you're into that kind of thing. Then there – I get so excited talking about it. Then there are – they actually have three golf courses now, but the two golf courses that are affiliated with French Lick, one is right on property, and it's the Pete Dye course at French Lick, and – it's not only one of the most beautiful golf courses you could ever play. Uh, it's one of the most difficult but incredibly fun because it's unlike any golf course. I've played all over the world. It's unlike any golf course I've ever been on. Uh, Pete Dye, as we saw at the players last week, Pete Dye has an evil streak in him that is unparalleled. <laughs> and, and when you get on this golf course and look around and the shots you have to hit. It's just, it's phenomenal. And then this is the hundredth year anniversary of the Donald Ross course in French Lick, which is three minutes down the road from the resort. 
It's the classic Donald Ross, gorgeous uh, place. The whole experience of being in French Lick, I know I'm going on here a little, but the whole experience <laughs> of being at French Lick, if, you, if your listeners have never been there before, it is an amazing place, especially for the summer. Just go for a weekend. The food's incredible. There are different restaurants you can eat in, and uh, it's just an amazing place. And I love that I talk to you, and they're a partner of yours on the show. And um, I have ma- I've made many good friends over the years. I'll be going up uh, because they have they're having the uh, for the first time the senior LPGA uh, championship uh, will be there, and I'm going up. I'll be doing my show from up there, and. It's just fantastic. It's a great place. Yes, it is. And you know, my family and I, we went up last year, last summer. It's uh, it's absolutely spectacular. And the Don, and the uh, Pete Dye course ate my lunch. Oh, by the way, but uh, it was a lot of fun. A lot of so so many spectacular views when you're playing on that golf course and you get to see out over the horizon and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. You know, it's the highest point in Indiana, and people think, well, you know, it's Indiana, but. It's way, uh, it's pretty high up there. And I had the first time I, I ever went up there, I went out with Dave Harner uh, on the golf course, who is the head pro, the director of golf there. And he's a wonderful guy. And he and Brendan Sweeney, who, are, who also does all the marketing for French Lick, I was with them and they were explaining to me what it was like to be with Pete Dye when he built that golf course. And Pete Dye doesn't use... He go, He just walks out. He doesn't carry blueprints around. He just walks out and looks at the property and visualizes what he wants to do and says, okay, here, uh, number six will come back this way. And I think, I mean, it was incredible to listen to the stories. Do you know the volcano bunkers up there? You know yeah. the hole that I'm talking about? Yes. Those, volcano bun- those volcano bunkers, how about this? They had, uh, they were building that hole, and they had, they had, to, I forget how many thousands of tons of earth they had to move building the course, and these trucks came and they dumped uh, dirt in three huge piles of, of what was to be the right side of the fairway, and Pete Dye walked out. It was just dirt, three big piles, and Pete Dye walked out and said you know what would be really interesting? I've never done this before. Let's put grass around the sides of those and make bunkers up on the top, three of them in a row, like volcanoes, he said. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they did. And I purposely hit balls when I played there up there just so I could climb up and hit, get in that bunker and hit shots out <laughs> of the bunker. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's the whole experience, as you say, and it's, it is a very difficult golf course, but I've watched three years in a row the LPGA legends play that course. Some of the greatest women golfers, obviously, that have ever played have been up there, Laura Davies and Julie Inkster and uh, Hollis Stacy, and they all come up and play this tournament up there. Lori Rinker shot 63 on the final day on that golf wow. course. Wow. I mean, you you've been there, so you know how what that's yeah. what I'm talking about here. It's pretty amazing. Yes, it is. Wow, good for her. <laughs> and Matthew, we've 
We've talked before about some of the celebrity tournaments and the programs, and as you say, you've played you know all over the world, right? Have Have you ever been at an event or sort of just standing out in the fairway of some iconic golf course and taking a mental step back and thought, you know, wow, I'm a guy from Queens. Look at where I'm at now. That's amazing yeah. to me. You know, uh, and it's one of the reasons I love you so much, Chris. Is that, and I'm serious about this. That your connection to that kind of thought is really great. And you've pointed out to me <laughs> a couple of times that I don't do that enough. And, and it's true because I'm so focused on everything that's happening now. But I do do that, and especially when I've been blessed enough to play those kind of golf courses uh, at tournaments. Um, you know, I, when I think about... I've played at Royal Birkdale, for example. Um, and as you say, standing where they play the Open Championship over there in the middle of the golf course for charity, no less, but the opportunity to be flown over there and play on these, that course. Um, and I, that's when I stand there and go, I was born in Far Rockaway, New York. I mean, what am I, how did I get here? What am I doing here? Um, Pebble Beach, Cyprus, obviously out on the West Coast. So I played, we talked about uh, the players on my show last week. I played there 15 times because Rick Wilkins, who, who was a really good Major League Baseball player for a long time, lives at Sawgrass and had a charity tournament there for about 10 years in a row that I got to play at. So I'm watching the players and I'm thinking to myself, I can't believe I got an opportunity to play that golf course for so many years um who gets to do that like i'm a guy from queens like you said um it's i i truly have been blessed in so many ways matthew just a couple more before we let you go curious you know playing in all these different events what's the most pressure you've ever felt out on a golf course the most pressure is that what you think? yeah yeah uh, okay this is an easy one most of the time when you play in charity golf tournaments, now there are like our tournament here, which is the Children's Charity Golf Tournament, which is I think this is the 36th year of this tournament. This tournament changed my life. This is the 30th one that I'll be playing, and I met my wife at this tournament, so my kids are a result of this golf tournament. Um, there's the pressure. They do it a different way than other golf tournaments. Here, teams bid on you, and that's how you get to play on certain teams. So when when a team bids on you and pays money, it's like a it's like a draft. And then the next day, you show up at the first team. They tell you how much they paid for you. There's a lot of pressure <laughs> there, and they never let you forget it. <laughs> but the, the most pressure I've ever felt. I played for years. Uh, everybody that's familiar with golf knows about the, the Clambake, Bing Crosby at Pebble yeah. Beach, the AT&T, what's now the AT&T. Well, uh, Bing's wife, after Bing died, Catherine Crosby, his wife, uh, who was a huge part of the tournament at Pebble Beach, got into a dispute with, with the people running the tournament, and she moved uh, the Crosby to Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And so I played in that tournament for years, and that was the biggest celebrity tournament 
that any of us played in. Um, Michael Jordan played in it a couple times. Jack Nicholson played in it a couple. And it was two-man teams, a celebrity and a non-celebrity, and you played three days with handicaps. And the winning team got $120,000 to give to whatever charity they wanted, so 60000 each. And there wow. were big leaderboards. It was like a pro tournament. And I remember my brother Mitchell uh, had played mid the year before, and he told me before I went, and when I started playing there, I was probably about a 16 handicap. And he said to me, uh, the day before we started, he said, when you get to the first tee, the first day, have your partner tee your ball up on the first tee. I said, what? He said, I'm telling you, your hand will be shaking. You won't be able to put the ball on the tee. And I kind of laughed it off. And I showed up the next morning, and there were about, I don't know, 300 people around the first tee. I mean, we, had, we didn't usually play in tournaments like that. And he was absolutely right. My partner was a guy named Woody, and I flipped him the ball, and I made a joke, and I said, I'm a celebrity. I don't put the ball in the tee. You put it on there for me. (laughs) I was shaking, and luckily, the first tee shot I hit at that tournament, I pulled down the left side, I think behind a tree, but I hit it. The goal was don't whiff. Um, And uh, the the pressure for those three days – um, it wasn't like a normal celebrity golf tournament. Every shot you hit was really important. And if you're, you know, if you weren't that good like me, the, when you face pressure like that, it's, it's golf is hard enough as we know. But um, and yet I played. I want to say I played for about 13 or 14 years in that tournament. And one time. I finished third. My partner and I finished third. And I want to say I got about $25,000 to give to a charity of my choice. And it was the greatest weekend in golf that I've had because I hit really good shots. I made putts under pressure. Um, the rest of the years I played, I was brutal. <laughs> but I had a great time. So, <laughs> But that that was definitely the most pressure I'd ever had at a tournament. Nah, that's a great story. Matthew, yeah. before we let you go, let our listeners know, how can they, you know, stay up to date, you know, with all the great things you're doing? How can they find you, listen to you, whether it's online or over social media? Um, on Twitter, it's at ML on WLXG. Uh, and we have an app that's really fantastic. If you go to your App Store or Google Play, you just type in WLXG and you put the app on your home screen and you hit it and in three seconds you're listening live. So if you want to listen to my golf show Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock Eastern, you just hit that thing on your phone and you can listen or you can uh, go to WLXG.com also and uh, find me that way. Matthew, it's it's always such a great time for me. I mean, this time flies by every time you come on the show, and I enjoy myself so much. Thank you for joining me again this morning. I hope you'll come back again soon, talk more about you know your, your amazing stories and the things you're doing, because you're fantastic, my friend. Well, so are you, Chris, and I can't believe it's been six months. It, it, that When you said that, that really kind of, I went like that. So anytime you want me, I'm there for you, because you're always there for me, and I appreciate you very much, very much. Bye. Uh, I appreciate you for saying that. 
Matthew, take care, my uh, friend. All the best to you and your family. You I too, hope the pal. washer and dryer comes soon. <laughs> Me too. Thanks, pal. <laughs> <laughs> take care, See Matthew. You. That is Matthew Lawrence, and I tell you, you know, he's not only you know you know great at what he does, he's an outstanding individual on top of all of that. So, you know, be sure to give him a follow. Take you know take a take a look at his show again. Backspin Golf. It's on W L W L X G Sports Radio AM thirteen hundred in Lexington, Kentucky. But you can stream it at WLXG.com online and take a look at that app. I'm sure it's fantastic. And Matthew's show is a really great listen. All right, before I get to my next guest, Jerry Mullally, I want to send out a big thank you to our friends over at Podbean for making Next on the Tee and our sister show on the football side, Thursday Night Tailgate, regularly featured podcast on both their website and their mobile app. You can see us featured right there on their homepage, plus in their sports and recreation section. We really appreciate their support and what they're doing to promote our shows. It means a great deal to us. If you're listening to this show as a podcast, we hope you're doing it via the Podbean podcasting app. And on their app, you can get instant updates every time we publish a new episode. It's free. they got a lot of great features that let you easily discover, listen, and even publish a podcast for yourself if you like. Whether you use an Android or an iPhone, Podbean is the app for your podcasting need. Get it now on Google Play or the Apple App Store so you can start enjoying more of the podcasts we love, or that you love. And I hope two of them are next on the T and Thursday Night Tailgate as well. All right, now joining me on the French Lick Resort guest line is Jerry Mullally. Let me give you, you know, some background on Jerry. He is the founder of Advanced Golf Nutrition the maker of Par Bars, which is an all-natural energy bar that can you know, help us stay focused when we're out there playing on the, on the golf course. He graduated with his degree in food science from Queen's University in Belfast. He got his postgraduate degree in international marketing and languages from Birmingham Shire New University, and I'm honored that he is with me this morning on Next on the Tee. Good morning, Jerry. Thanks for joining me on the show. Good morning, Chris. Good to be here. So, Jerry, take us back to the beginning. Where did the idea for Par Bars come from? Where did the idea to create something like that generate from for you? Um, I was actually playing golf one day at uh, Yale Golf Club, and uh, where, where I play regularly, and um, I was giving one of my partners a ribbing about uh, eating a hot dog at the ninth hole, and he said to me, I explained to him that it was the worst thing he could eat on a golf course if he wanted to win a match, that uh, there's so much fat in the product that he would get lethargic and maybe even fall asleep. So he said to me, if you know so much, why don't you develop a product? I'm a food chemist by training, and I'm a lifelong golfer. And that was kind of the stimulus. I didn't do it immediately. But a um, number of months later, I started tinkering around and I looked at the products that were out there and really quickly realized that the products that were being offered in the golf world or many of the nutritional products that were available were just not suitable for the challenges of golf. Um, you know, golf's a pretty unique sport. It's... Um, it's moderate exercise. Uh, you require a certain type of energy profile. Ideally, you want to have the same energy on the first tee as you do leaving the last green. And uh, if you lose energy in the round of golf, all the practice, the swing mechanics, 
all the good things that you've been preparing with go out the window and your scores go in the wrong direction. So um, uh, that was the stimulus to develop the product. And I knew from nutritional science that I could make a product that would provide the right nutritional profile. And I knew that if I could make a product that also tasted good, uh, it'd be something that golfers would welcome. And so that in a nutshell is how I got started. And Jerry, when I was doing the research, you know, for your appearance with me this morning, I read that par bars contain theanine, which is an extract from uh, green tea leaves. And in fact, each par bar contains enough theanine equivalent of 15 cups of green tea. Talk about what that can do for us. Well, for for people that are green tea drinkers or no green tea drinkers, they will talk about the calming effect of green tea. And the calming effect of green tea comes from an amino acid, L-theanine. And um, there's a tremendous body of clinical work uh, that's been done with this ingredient, uh, demonstrating its ability to um, improve mental relaxation and ultimately focus. It's actually a product that's been used fairly widely in um, areas of stress management. The important thing, though, from the clinical work is the level of the product that is efficacious and gives you the the desired result. We have so many nutritional products in the market that claim all sorts of benefits, and the potential may be there, but usually there's not enough of the ingredient to actually give you that functional benefit. And so I put 200 milligrams of uh, theanine in every bar. As, it, as you were saying, it's a natural ingredient that comes from the green tea leaves. Um, and it helps with mental relaxation, which ultimately uh, helps with focus. Now, without getting too scientific about it, um, it's a pretty simple process. It takes about 15 minutes to go from the bloodstream to the brain. And uh, when it gets to the brain, it promotes alpha brain waves. We're familiar with alpha brain waves when we're in the zone. And people that handle stressful situations better than other people are believed to do so because they continue to promote alpha brain waves. So it's simple uh, science, and it's a very simple, natural ingredient. Uh, and it works very well. And I remember when I first came across it, about 15 years ago. As a golfer, I said, any product that can help you with focus and mental relaxation has a, has a role in golf. And so when I was developing this product, uh, Power Bar, I decided that it should be a key ingredient and um, uh, certainly uh, gives you the opportunity to, um, to be at your best when you're playing. So, Jerry, in my own personal effort, you know, to take better care of myself, I've traded in my second and or third cup of coffee for tea instead, and I try to mix it up between green tea and black tea and several other, you know, forms of tea. If you know, if I eat par bars before and, and during my round of golf, should I not drink green tea as well? Can you, can, is it possible to sort of overdo it, if you will, on theanine? No. No. I mean, I... You would, well, you'd have to eat um, probably two bars and drink 20 cups of green tea, which you're not going to do. 
So right. the, the answer is no, there's no, no likelihood of overdoing it. And Jerry, I've also, you know, heard you talk about how, you know, and you mentioned it, you know, kind of a little bit ago, how the par bar can also, you know, help you with relaxation and anxiety as well as, you know, many of us have when we approach the first tee. Talk about how you, how the par bar can help us, you know, relax more and uh, have less anxiety. Well, this again goes back to the theanine, and um, as I mentioned, it's an ingredient that has found a place in stress management. Uh, and actually, it's you see it used in some natural remedies for um, uh, where people have difficulty with sleep. You're probably familiar with um, your body's tired, but your mind's racing. And uh, theanine has been demonstrated to help with relaxing your mind and helping you get helping as a, as a sleep aid in that respect so um in terms of it's the theanine that's the ingredient in the bar that's helping you with that uh um mental relaxation and you know mild anti-anxiety properties so for people maybe that have first key jitters it's it's uh, i would suggest that they uh eat a little bit of the bar, maybe a third of the bar, 15 minutes or so before they get on the first tee, and they should feel pretty comfortable when they get there. And, Jerry, we've learned so much over the last several years about how much of a factor good nutrition plays in our ability to perform well on the golf course and, you know, and just in life in general. As a food scientist, talk about not only how your product plays a part in that, but overall how eating better helps our ability to play golf better. Well, I think there's three things that are really relevant in the game of golf as regards nutrition. If you're wanting to play to your best ability, you've got to prepare. And when you eat is important because there's a digestive period when you eat food. What food you eat is important. And... The, it, particularly in terms of having the right energy profile to keep you at your optimum level as you go around the course. For instance, you know, as a golf is um, a, a very even keel game in every respect, and uh, the last thing that we need on the course is any highs and lows of energy. So, having constant energy while you're on the course. Is, is very important. The third area that's really, really important and probably the biggest issue regarding nutrition on the golf course is hydration. And hydration is, uh, you know, most of us, uh, probably 70 plus percent of the population are dehydrated all the time. The minute that you're, you're, you're feeling thirsty, you're already dehydrated. And studies have actually been done in many areas with dehydration, but actually one was done a, a number of years ago in the area of golf. And uh, the results of moderate dehydration, and this would be where you're feeling thirsty on the, on the course, would be a good indicator of moderate dehydration. The effects in... Uh, uh, accuracy and distance are fairly dramatic. They have shown in, in these studies that 
a moderate dehydration can result in a reduction of distance of 12%. And mo even more alarming is that the, re the reduction in accuracy is above 90%. So it is possibly the biggest problem for people on the golf course. And as we get out into the summer months where the temperatures are higher and people are sweating on the course, the need to keep hydrated, not just with water, but also with appropriate salts, is absolutely paramount. And it can truly play havoc with your game. And most people just have difficulty understanding the amount of fluids that they need to um, to take, not just on the course, but in everyday life. But it, it's, uh, I would say those are the three big areas that nutrition has a role to play. Hydration, energy on the course, and the right type of foods, both post, pre and post playing. And uh, eating product at the right time, um, so that when you get to the course, you have you you are in the best possible position nutritionally to to play your best. And Jerry, I want to build on something you just said: eating at the right time to you know for optimal performance. When is the right time? If we're going to play a round of golf, you know, we got a 8:30 tee time. When should we be eating so that we are you know in the right frame of mind and the nutrition is you know getting into our bodies and and we're ready to go play? You should ideally be eating two hours before you tee off. Wow. Okay. So, so if you've got an early tea time and, and you're going to and, and we're really talking about situations where you want where you're wanting to perform, where you're wanting to play your best golf, not just you know casual Saturday golf. But if you're a young player or a professional player or playing for your for a living, you need to have eaten and eaten properly uh, prior to uh, a good rule of thumb would be two hours before your tea time. And that and, and, and there are things that you have to you have to avoid fatty fatty foods. You have to avoid um, uh, high sugar juices. Um, you know, the, the um, uh, you should never be taking products, eating products either the night before or the morning of going to play around a golf that you've never eaten before. You don't know how your body's going to react to it. So it, it requires discipline for a lot of uh, younger golf, young golfers. You know, they don't find it too easy to get out of bed unless they have an eight o'clock tea time. It sounds horrendous to. Um, to be uh, up at six o'clock in, in the morning having their breakfast, but 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 that's what they need to do. The lot worst thing that you could probably do is uh, eat a donut uh, and, and a fruit drink before going to the golf course or on your way to the golf course. Um, there, that's high, that's high fat, high high sugar, and then it's deep fried. It's not it's not a good combination. And it, and, it, and, it, and it seems to be a popular choice with a lot of uh, younger players. So um, uh, timing is very important. The product, the types of product you eat are very, are very important. Uh, and um, uh, 
the one thing I would say that I'm seeing a lot with young players is that they're pretty disciplined and they follow uh, the guidance of their coaches really well. And it's important for the coaches, you know, to emphasize these kind of things to, to their players. Um, one thing I would say to everybody for, from a perspective of good nutrition, not just for golf, but for in your life, When you wake up in the morning, the very first thing you should do is drink a glass of water. We are dehydrated when we get up in the morning. We need to to rebalance that, and it should be be the first thing that people think about in in the morning, and it's extremely important for uh, sports and, and, and also for golf. And Jerry, I, I read a lot of wonderful testimonials that you have on your site, parbargolf.com. You have them from Robert Gomez, Peter Pulaski, who is the director of golf at the course at Yale, and, and among many others, Brian Jacobs, who is a lead instructor at the Golf Channel's Golf Academy. Brian joined me here on the show a couple of weeks ago. Talk about the testimonials you've gotten from people and is word of mouth spreading with folks within the golf industry about what par bars can do for them? Yes. Um, you know, this is the first uh, nutrition bar that's been designed truly for golf. I mean, there are other products out there, but they weren't, they're, they're either, uh, they weren't based on the scientific nutritional requirements for golf. And, you know, initially I think uh, people are predisposed to thinking that there's a lot of exaggeration in claims of the product, but people have found as they've used Parbar that it has definitely delivered to them what what, what has been promised. Um, uh, Robert Gamez has been using the bar for a couple of years now, and uh, he's had his health issues and uh, he was very concerned about finding a product that was uh, going, to, going to be healthy for him, but also deliver the um, energy for him to help him be focused and uh, energized correctly on the course. Um, and he found Parvar, and he's been using it ever since. We have a number of people in different tours that use the product. We do not... Uh, pay for sponsorship. We do supply product to some, to these players, and in return, we ask them to do some social media. I know the product works because it's based on science and it's based on nutritional science. And I know that if I form, we essentially form a matrix of protein, slow release carbs, and fiber, and we know that that will deliver the sustained slow release of energy. Uh, for, for um, that's required for golf. One bar provides you with all, all the energy that you need for one round, and uh, the best way to eat the bar is to have a little before you start and then eat some every couple of holes until it's finished. Uh, and it's a simple but very valuable um, uh, component of playing good golf. Jerry, one more before we let you go. And um, you've got, you know, 
peanut butter chocolate bars, you got the raspberry and chocolate bars. Are those the two flavors that you know, you're just comfortable with, or might we see more flavors come available uh, down the road? Well, we initially went with one bar, because, which was the peanut butter bar, which is about 70% of all flavors, uh, of, of all sales are in that particular flavor category. But last year we did a lot of junior programs and we found that there was a high incidence of nut allergies with juniors and it seemed to be around the 10% area. So this winter we developed a nut-free product which is the raspberry chocolate. There are no, uh, there are no nuts, either peanuts or, or tree nuts. Um, we will probably bring another bar out next year uh, just um, because I think we, we, we may come out with a, a vegan bar uh, and really the only change that we would see in that would be our protein source. Our protein source today is probably the best protein source that you can use for performance sports, which is whey protein isolate. Isolate means that it has a minimum of 90% protein. People have to be very careful when they're looking at proteins. If it says concentrate, it's it's got 30% of other things in it. You're not buying the purest forms of protein. And we've been very, very particular about putting the best possible ingredients in our bar. I actually buy the ingredients myself because I want to know the provenance of the ingredients. And so and it gives us control in knowing that we've got, that it we'll always have a high-quality product. But if we do go for a vegan bar, we just use a, a different protein source, something like most likely a, a pea protein source. Uh, but beyond that, we're not considering um, bringing out, uh, you know, many more flavors uh, as I say, I don't think of myself as feeding you on the course. I think of it more that we're giving you the right energy to um, uh, to get around the course and 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 play the best that you can play. Uh, the area that we are currently looking at, and we hope to have a product in, is is uh, the hydration field. Uh, there, we are we're doing something quite unique in that area and hopefully uh, we'll have a product there in the next, in the coming months. Wow, that's very exciting. Please, we hope you'll come back and once you're you know ready to talk about that, you know, we'd love to have you back and talk about it and uh, so we can help you spread the word. But talk about how our listeners are, you know now can go and find par bars for themselves. Well, um, your listeners can go to our website which is parbargolf Dot com, and they can purchase um, a product online. It's uh, delivered in two days, and we include shipping in the, in the price of the bars. Um, but even better, though, is to go to their pro the pro shop and ask the pro to get the product in. We are predominantly in the Northeast, although we have a representation at clubs around the country, but if it's not available in your club, go to your pro and say, can you get some par bars? And uh, um, th- that, way we'll, uh, that way we'll be able to really spread the word. 
There you go. Jerry, thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your morning to, to be a part of the show. Like I say, I hope you'll come back again and give us updates as, uh, as you have new things coming out. We'd love to have you back on the show because it's been a, a privilege having you today. Thank you very much, Chris. Have a great weekend, and thanks again. All right. Take care, Jerry. Thanks. That's Jerry Mullally. Again, parbarsgolf.com, parbar, singular, parbargolf.com. And, uh, folks, I've tried some, and, you know, and they're, they're fantastic. You know, I've got uh, my golf tournament coming up with my buddies next week, and I uh, certainly plan to stow away some of these, golf, uh, some of these bars in my golf bag and, and uh, in my suitcase so that uh, I get a little advantage as we're playing out on the uh, on the course, and particularly as we make the turn, as those guys reach for the hot dogs and the you know and whatever you know whatever fruity drink they're going to have, I'm going to be going with the par bar, and uh, I'll let you know. Hopefully, it it helps me uh, you know maintain focus and good nutrition, and gives me the energy that I need. Right now, I'm I'm enjoying it. I had one this morning, very much enjoying the par bar. So parbargolf.com. All right, folks, before we close up shop, I mean, you know you know how we like to keep things on the positive side here on Next on the T as well on our sister side uh, on Thursday Night Tailgate. But, uh, you know, to have a positive approach both in life and on the golf course is very important. Well, we're excited to be partnering with the folks over at SyncIt.com. You know, keep you know, putting that positive thought, right, in your mind. You know how we talk about the mind game so much here on Next on the T. Keep giving yourself that positive message with their great line of T-shirts and hats. To win any golf tournament, you got to sink the final putt. We wake up every day, right, in our normal lives to finish strong, sink the putt, close the deal, work hard, whatever it is, get better each and every day. Well, have the confidence to push forward towards your dreams with unwavering passion, and you're going to sink it in life. Check them out online at sinkit.com. And I'm telling you what, folks, their T-shirts and hats, fantastic. So soft and comfortable are those T-shirts and the right message. You get look down at yourself, see yourself in the mirror, see yourself with that hat on that says sink it. You know, it just keeps us in a positive frame of mind. Again, sinkit.com. And I also want to continue to remind you about our friends and PGA Tour Pro Jim Estes and the great folks over at the Salute Military Golf Association. Let's hear a word from our friend Jim. The Salute Military Golf Association was created to provide rehabilitative golf experiences to the brave men and women who have been wounded while serving our country. Hi, I'm Jim Estes, PGA Golf Pro and co-founder of the Salute Military Golf Association. With my adaptive golf program, we've successfully helped thousands of soldiers in their recovery, both mentally and physically. The SMGA has been providing family-inclusive golf experiences across the country since 2007. To date, the SMGA has equipped more than 1,000 warriors with properly fitted golf clubs and has extended its clinic series to more than eight chapter and affiliate locations across the U.S., If you are a wounded veteran interested in participating or if you'd like to learn more about the Salute Military Golf Association and find a chapter closest to you, visit our website at smga.org. We've seen firsthand how impactful golf can be in aiding one's recovery. The Salute Military Golf Association, empowering wounded veterans one fairway at a time. Visit smga.org. That's smga.org. Yeah, folks, they're doing amazing things there at the Salute Military Golf Association for our wounded veterans. Please, to find out more information and to see how you can get involved, go to smga.org. 
All right, everybody, my sincere thanks again to Lisa Longball Blueswick, Matthew Lawrence, and Jerry Mullally for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please give me your thoughts. Check out our page, Next on the Tee with Chris Mascaro on Facebook, and uh, share your, fa- uh, your feedback with us there. Plus, if you have a question for one of our future guests, let me know, and I'll get that on the show for you. Please also check out our website, nextonthetee.net, to see who some of those future guests are going to be. Plus, you can stream or download any of our archive episodes from for free by going to our site as well. Please also check out our sister show, Thursday Night Tailgate, with me and my co-host Bob Lazari, our announcer Joe Lajanusa. That show airs live every Thursday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. You can stream it live on Blog Talk Radio as well. You can find us you know, available to stream on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn. We are all over the Internet. On Thursday Night Tailgate, we're joined every week by five NFL legends sharing their stories from their playing days, plus insights into what's going on around the NFL today. Plus, we also highlight two players doing great things in their communities in our Spotlight on the Positive segment. Like I say, you can find us online. This show, nextonthetee.net, that show, thursdaynighttailgate.com. Folks, thank you again for choosing to listen to this show today. We know you've got a thousand different podcasts and shows to listen to. We really appreciate the fact that you are making Next on the Tee one of them. I'll be uh, away next week on, uh, like I say, on my golf trip with my, uh, with my buddies up at uh, the Salt Creek Golf Retreat. And uh, go online, check out that beautiful place at saltcreekgolf.com. Uh, Salt Please let us know how things are going. Please check us back again. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Until then, hit them straight, my friends. You've been listening to Next on the Tee with Chris Mascaro, where PGA and LPGA legends, pros and top instructors, and media members go to tell their stories. Join us the same time every Saturday to hear more stories about the game we love from the people who love sharing those stories with you. It's all about the great game of golf. It's all about the great game of golf.